Welcome back, Ascenders, to the Ascended Thoughts Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Crane. figured that I was going to bless the internet and all of the airwaves with my my secret recipe, the secret recipe to my secret sauce. And the secret sauce being the universal formula to get whatever it is that you want to get in life. And so how did I come up with the secret recipe for my secret sauce that I'm not going to share with you, so now it's also going to be your secret sauce, is um, channeling, honestly. It was a very impromptu channel. I was sitting on the couch minding my business, probably watching friends or something. And the spirits just started talking. Now for me, when I'm channeling, it can be provoked by me in the sense of like, I feel like I want to have messages. So maybe I set up a ritual space and I like sit down and go into to meditation and I like call them in and I ask them what messages they have to give for me. But there are other times where they just want to talk to me, right? And so they don't even knock. They just pop right on in like, hey, you got a minute? And I'm like, all right, yeah, sure. Like, what do you have for me today? And on this particular day, I was um, uh, resetting up my my website for, for mysticrain.com and kind of relaunching my services. And um, I do first want to say that I'm grateful for, for all of you. You know, mysticrain.com got relaunched because of all of you. Um, it was not anything that I was really anticipating on doing on my own. I had known that one day I had kind of wanted to sort of get back into probably properly working in spirituality. But on this particular occasion, you guys kind of called me to the carpet on this one and was like, no, like we need you to be more available. <laughs> and so I was thinking about the services that I had wanted to offer and, and where I felt like I could best be useful, right, to the collective, where I felt like my strengths are in, in terms of teaching and, and how that would look. And I, I got to the part where it was time to start pricing everything out. And I hit a block, right? And a week went by and I didn't have prices for anything. I com- completely hit a roadblock. And those blockages were my own, right? It was issues around worth, what I thought I was worth, what I thought I deserved, what I thought I earned, um, what I thought other people would think I was worth. And I think that that probably was the majority of the blockage. Like I always felt like I was worthy, but I always felt like, you know, there was this issue of me trying to convince people that I was also worthy. And I think a lot of us experience this, but no one really talks about it out loud. So here I am on the internet sharing everything with you guys. So I think it's going to be useful. And on day seven of me looking at my computer, still not having rates after doing all of this work, but not knowing how much to how to price everything because I'm battling with this roadblock, Spirit started the channel and it was very spontaneous. And they were like, look, don't price things based off of any of that. They said price things based off of frequency. And I said, well, what is that? Like, what does that mean? And they said, set the price to a number you like. That's it. They said, don't worry about any of the other stuff. 
just set a price to the number you liked. And so what I started doing was for various different services or products, just put typing in random numbers. And then I would look at it and I go, oh, I don't like that. I don't, I just, for some reason, I don't like how it feels. And then I would do it and then be like, oh, I don't like that either. I don't like how that feels. And I kept doing it until I would settle on a number for a certain service or a product. And I would look at it and I would go, oh, I like that. I like how that feels. And that has ended up how everything got priced out. It's all priced off of frequency. And the reason why this is important because the way it was explained to me was that if you price things off of frequencies that you like, this means that these are the frequencies that you resonate at. This is where your frequency is. And so though that money, you know, because of that pricing, will come to you easier because it's matched. The frequencies are matched. But here's the kicker. What they then started to explain was that money is not linked to how you feel about yourself. It's not linked to worth. It's not linked to earning. It's not linked to whether or not you deserve it. It's, it's just, do you want it? And so what they said to me was, well, do you want it? Do you want it? And I said, well, yeah, I mean, I, I want it. So say you want it. And then so like, because, you know, it was being channeled, right? And so in my mind, I said it in my mind, well, I, I, well, I want money, right? But I didn't say it with any level of conviction. And Spirit said, no, we want you to say it out loud. You need to say it out loud. And there was this really kind of, it was this conversation with Spirit where I was like, oh, come on, Spirit. Like, that's, is that really all that necessary? Like, I thought that some things you can do in your head. And they were like, we hear you, but we need you to say it out loud. And it really was a back and forth conversation of channeling and spirit saying, girl, just please say it out loud. And so I said it out loud. And the first time I said it, it was kind of timid. It was like, oh, I, uh, I want money. And I just was kind of like looking around almost as if I was looking for um, the like, like, like a, an approval that it was okay for me to say out loud that I wanted money, right? Because we all want it. But there is some weird sort of nuanced energy that exists there where we're not really supposed to talk about it, right? And Spirit said to me, nope, that's not good enough. Like, we need you to say it. And so I finally kind of got myself up and I was like, okay, okay. And I remember I was pacing and I walked into the kitchen because I was like, oh my God, like, I was actually surprised at how saying it out loud and owning that, how difficult it was for me. And in that moment, I was like, well, here is the money block. I can't even say that I want it. Like, I can't say it without conviction. I know I may feel it. I know I may think it, but I can't even say it out loud without feeling bad about it. Like, well, there is the money block. And so I like squared my shoulders and I was like, all right, like, I want money. And then I like heard like this, this applause from spirit like that a girl. That's where now you like, you'll get it now. And they just kind of was like, this works for everything. And so they told me, and by they, in terms of like, what spirits am I talking to? So we are talking about my spirit guides, but I also have a sort of collective council that aren't guides. I do speak to a lot of different spirits. Not all of them serve on my spirit council. Some just pop in from time to time with knowledge because they know that I speak to you. And so they give me knowledge to kind of disseminate. And so part of that information was also from them. And so they were explaining to me that this 
is this works for everything. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be money and it can be a house. It could be love, a romantic love. Maybe you want a new friendship. Maybe you want family, you know, however that looks like you have to be open-minded, but they were explaining to me that it works for everything. You just have to say that you want it. And they explained to me the errors in my formula. And my personal formula was, you know, Mystic Rain plus working really, really hard plus means that I've earned plus means also means that I deserve equals money, right? So it was me plus working hard plus earning plus deserving equals money. And they explained to me that the issue with my formula is that the formula can't be solved. Right? Because if you wake up one day and you're feeling bloated and you don't like how you look in the mirror, all of a sudden your worth may go down a little bit. Or maybe you made a mistake at work and maybe you feel like you didn't work that hard that day. And so that that variable goes down a little bit, right? And society has a really good way of convincing people that we have not earned what we have worked for. And then so then that goes down a little bit, right? And so what happens is that you put in these variables in a formula that you can't solve because you can't satisfy the variable, right? What's the constant? When we have these variables in this formula, if we put like me plus worth plus earn plus, you know, equals money, what we are saying to ourselves is that we feel like we should be worthy, Well, what qualifies us as worthy and for ourselves, because we oftentimes have very high expectations for ourselves, we require that we do things to make us tremendously worthy, not marginally worthy, tremendously worthy. The issue is that's not a variable that's easy to solve because that's not a constant state of being. Some days we just don't feel that good about ourselves and that's okay. It's part of the human experience. It's part of the ego. But if you wake up one day, you just don't feel that good about yourself. That is a day that you do not satisfy that variable. That means that is a day that your formula can no longer solve itself. It does not work. And so if you have that formula for everything that you want in your life, be it money or even romantic love, let's talk about romantic romantic love, right? That's a fun formula, right? Because it's usually like me plus physical attractiveness plus how funny I am or am not. And for some people plus how much money I make, right? Because for some people income can be a qualifier in terms of how like whether or not they're like worthy enough to date or be with or love. Right? When we put all those things into the into a formula, they're not variables that we can solve, right? Because we're always going to feel like there's just something about us that's not quite right. And again, that's part of the the human experience, but because of this, we cannot solve the equation. And so the way spirit explained it to me, they just said, "We'll cancel it out," right? They started talking in very sort of basic pre-algebra terms. And they were just like, just get rid of the variable. They said it's not necessary. It's not part of this, you know, they explain it in a way of humans for some reason think that that's what you need in order to create, that you need to feel worthy of creation of whatever, that you need to feel deserving of having whatever. And because of this, you ironically end up not having any of the things that you actually wanted to have in the first place because you created all these variables to input into a formula that you now can't solve. And then you're confused as to why you can't solve it. And so this is the way they were explaining it to me. 
right? And so now I feel like it's my responsibility to explain it to you. So let's figure out your formula. Like, let's use this moment to figure out what your formula. I would bet that for a lot of you, your formula probably is me plus worth, right? Plus deserve, right? How many of you listening to this have said, but I earned that, right? Why don't I get it? I worked so hard for that. I earn that. I deserve this. Why can't I find someone that loves me? I deserve a good person in my life. I deserve to make more money. Yet you're not getting any of those things. How many of you, and I'll raise my hand, how many of you have said that about anything, right? Oh, that's not fair. I worked harder than that person. Why is that person getting more than me? Why does that person have more money than me? Why is that person, why do they look like they're in a really loving relationship? They're a terrible person. What is that about? They have a terrible heart. They're not even that cute. How many, let's be real. Let's be real. Let's be real. How many of you have been salty in your lack of love days and you looked at somebody who looked like they were in love and you looked at them and you said, well, what do they have that I don't? have because they don't seem like they've got much. Should should I wait? Should I should I allow all of you to take a minute to come to terms with your bull crap because we all do it, right? We all do that. It's such a normal thing because it's part of the human experience. And remember, we're the experience the experience is ego, right? So those are very ego uh, driven thoughts, right? Like it's part of the programming, baby. It's part of the matrix. And so they are explaining to me like that's the part of the problem is that these people that you're comparing yourselves to that seemingly have more money but seem like they don't deserve it or they don't work for it or maybe they seem like they're in these loving relationships and you don't understand like compared to you like what they have that you don't have or whatever. Part of the reason, part of the reason is that why sometimes these people end up with these things is that their formula looks a lot different than your formula. Their formula is is very short. It's much shorter than your formula. So instead of their formula being me plus earn plus worth plus deserve equals money or equals love or whatever, their formula is me equals money, me equals love. They have taken it upon themselves to go and cancel out all of those irrelevant variables, right? And so now that they've done that, you don't have to worry about how do I solve this equation? Because the equation is solved. It's solved itself. It's me equals money. It's me equals love. And so what you have to say to yourself is not how much work have I done? Not do I, have I earned this or am I, you know, do I deserve this? But do I want it? Do I want it, right? And if I want it, then I need to to say it. And another thing that they shared with me is that it needs to be said out loud. You know, everything is energy. Thought forms are energy. But when you speak, you've taken your thought form, which is energy, right? With more of a passive energetic vibe, it's a bit slower. When you speak, you you intensify that thought form, right? Because you're speaking it into existence. And there's also something about the energy of this kind of dawning of the new age and the age of Aquarius and kind of what we're working with there where things are going to manifest a little bit faster. And so Spirit explained to me that it's very imperative that when it comes to things like this, that you say it out loud. You don't have to say it to anybody, but you need to put those frequencies out of your body. You need to get it out of your body. You need to put it in the air so it can like kind of go up into the ethers, but you need to get it out of your body, right? And they were very clear with me that when it comes to whatever it is that you want, you have to say it out loud. It doesn't be, mean you have to say it to somebody, but it has to be 
out loud. So if you are washing the dishes, use that as the time to say what you want. Every time you wash a plate, I want love, right? Every time you wash a pot, I want money. Say what it is that you want and then go get it, right? It's not, we are not in the time to sit passively and wait for things to come to us, right? And yeah, sure, there's an element of divine timing when it comes to a lot of this stuff. But if you want it, go get it, right? You're going to get assistance from the universe once you say it because you saying it out loud is you claiming it, right? It's you accepting it in your gut, which is your solar plexus. That's where all your willpower comes from. You got to accept it in your gut, but it's also you accepting it in that heart center. And you're putting it and you're letting it live in your heart space. And your heart center has the ability to expand whatever it touches. And so it's very important that you get it out of your body. But after you get it out of your body, be like, okay, now what am I going to do to go get it, right? Allow yourself to feel the empowerment. And while you're working in a 3D world to make sure that you go and you get all of those things, spirit is going to be working with you from the spiritual world too. So now you're going to have people on both sides of the veil conspiring on your behalf to make sure that you get what it is that you wanted in the first place. So me equals money. Me equals love. Me equals a banging sex life. Me equals a new house. Me equals an independent income. Me equals my own business. Me equals traveling. Me equals a foreign destination. Me equals marriage. Me equals children. What it is that you want, the formula for you is me equals. That is the universe. So formula, that is the secret recipe to my secret sauce. Now, congratulations, you now have some secret sauce, okay? That's the sauce. It's me equals. And that is what's going to help you manifest whatever it is that you want to manifest. Me equals. I really need everyone to get out of the idea of having to earn something, having to work for something, having to deserve something. It is 100% possible to make double the amount of money in half the time. People do it all the time, right? They're called the top 1%. They're, they're called the Kardashians. Okay, people do this all the time. This is possible. Society has just done a really good job of convincing regular people that they don't have access to any of this, but they do, right? This is why you can see people who on the outside, who seemingly look like they don't deserve anything. We all have seen people. Okay, so how many of us have, have looked at somebody at some point in our lives and thought to ourselves, they just seem to get everything they want. Like they just seem to get everything. And I don't understand. They don't work hard for it at all. Oh my goodness. The amount of people that I have come across that like seem to do the bare minimum and they seem to get a lot in return, right? What this should show you is that those things aren't linked to what it is that you want, right? They're, it, working hard is not linked to, to money. It's not linked being a good person is not linked to money. Being a good person is not linked to being in love. How many people have we seen? Look at, I mean, honestly, like people like Jeff Bezos don't sit there and think about how hard they worked or if they deserve anything or, or how hard did they work in this last week so they can go and buy another house? No, they wake up one day and they say, oh, I want another house. And that's the end of the thought process. There is no negotiating. They don't negotiate with themselves to try to figure out whether or not they are worth something or whether or not they deserve something. We have a tendency to negotiate with ourselves when it comes to wanting something, right? We have a tendency to negotiate with 
with ourselves when it comes to wanting to experience something that blink brings us some type of pleasurable feeling. They don't do this. You know, there's an example that I love to use the Kendall Jenner example, just because it's an easy example, because people know who the Kardashians are. You know, Kendall Jenner, is the world's highest paid supermodel, right? She is the highest paid supermodel. However, she has not been modeling since she was a kid. These supermodels that we see out here on these high fashion runways have been modeling since they've been eight years old. They have been in the game for a very long time trying to make it happen. And here, Kendall Jenner, she woke up one day and she said to herself, I want to model. She did not say, well, I've worked really hard. I think I should model or, you know, I'm, I'm deserving of this opportunity. That's not what she said. She woke up and she said, I want to model. And that was the end of the thought. And therefore she went to go model. And there is documentation and, 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 and this was even on the, the Keeping Up with the Kardashians show that she actually experienced a lot of bullying as she was transitioning into modeling because she was booking all the highest contracts. She was modeling for the Victoria's Secret fashion show immediately, right out, right, out, right out of the gate. She was snatching up all these contracts that all these models had worked so hard for, right? All these models felt like they deserve, right? All these models felt like they earned and they were not getting the contracts. And the few models that got the contracts weren't getting paid a fraction of what Kendall Jenner was getting paid. And what this should show you again is that what you want in this scenario, money or to have a certain kind of job is not linked to whether or not you've worked hard or whether or not you've earned it or whether you not deserved it, right? Kendall Jenner is the highest paid supermodel in the world because Chris Jenner said, we want this amount of money. Chris Jenner did not explain why they should have that, that amount of money. Chris Jenner knew that she could have negotiated why they wanted that amount of money. How could you negotiate top dollar for Kendall Jenner when Kendall Jenner was an amateur model? How could you do that? You can't. You can't. What they did do is say, we want this amount of money. And if you don't give it to us, this is where this discussion will end. And guess what? They got that amount of money. And granted, you know, there is a whole team behind that family. And that family has resource after resource after resource. But I'm using it as an energetic example in terms of people just get things that they don't work hard for because that wasn't a part of their secret sauce. It wasn't in their formula. They never convinced themselves that they had to work hard for it. And you can see this in kids. If you have a child and you say to that kid, you can work, you can get whatever you want, they grow up thinking that they can get whatever they want. If you say to a kid, as long as you work hard, you can get whatever they want, then that kid now believes that if you work hard, you can get whatever they want. And then when they become adults, they have a hard time understanding why those things aren't linking together. They have a hard time understanding that like, hey, I'm working really, really hard, but I'm not getting the return that I thought that I was going to get. This is also seen a lot in people who experience family or parents or guardians that worked really, really, really hard and didn't seem to have much. How many of you that are listening to this, and again, I will raise my hand to this, had a parent or parents that struggled? I mean, they were just, they worked so hard and you guys were poor and you had nothing and they worked and you had nothing you know I watched my mother work and work and work and work and work and she had nothing I watched my mother work and work and work and work and work and she got things taken away right things repossessed and this woman was working every day she worked her whole life right 
how many of us can see, like, can actually say that, oh, yeah, like, I actually experienced that too when I was growing up, right? Or maybe your family had to ration out food or they didn't have, you know, they couldn't, they like, they didn't have enough food or they said, you can't eat this today, but you can eat this tomorrow. Or maybe they just had to make you eat ramen noodles because that was all that they had. So that means as a kid, you internalize that. You internalize that working really hard does not get you anything, right? Like, just because you work really hard doesn't mean that you are abundant or prosperous outside of that, right? So two things happen in that moment. Like one, we form a money block immediately, right? But two, we think that we have to work harder than our parents in order to get something because we saw them work really hard, but they had nothing. So then that means surely that they didn't work hard enough. And it's not that we feel like we're negating how hard they worked. We just have internalized this feeling of having to work harder than that to have anything at all. And then we become adults and we wonder why we still feel like we're struggling to have anything, right? And so we have a lifetime of evidence that shows us that working hard and having money or having anything are not linked. But for some reason, we think that if we continue to do it and we do it harder, that it'll eventually pay off and it never does, right? And so I'm here to tell you that spirit is also telling us that those things aren't linked. They don't go together. So we have to reframe the narrative and reframe our thinking when it comes to what it means to be rewarded for something and then let go of the idea that anything that you want has to be a reward. Why can't it just simply be what it is that you want? Why does it have to have an additional definition that's attached to it? Why do you have to sit there and say to somebody, well, I worked really hard. Who? cares how hard you worked? Who cares? Well, I'm really deserving. Who cares? Who cares? There are people that have a lot of things that don't do anything deserving whatsoever. There are true monsters in this world and they have a lot of things. So that should show you that it doesn't matter if you deserve it. It doesn't matter if you've worked hard for it, right? Like thieves, thieves you think a thief deserves something, but they go robbing people's house around Christmas every year. They didn't work for any of that, but they still have it. So what does that tell you about how those energies are linked or rather those energies are not linked at all. And so what we have to do is start canceling out those variables that we have been putting in our formula. Our formula is not me plus worth plus earn plus deserve. Our formula is me equals and that equals is whatever it is that we want. So if, if it's money, it's me equals money. And that's it. If it's love, it's me equals love. And that's it. So your homework walking away from this is I want you to sit there and identify what your what your variables are. For me, my variables used to be worthiness, whether or not I felt like I've earned something, and whether or not I felt like I deserve something, right? Those used to be my, my variables because variables for people is usually associated with their level of worthiness or self-confidence right? Those used to be mine. I had to learn how to throw them away. And the moment I got rid of them was a moment I started to see all types of things come in, all kinds of opportunities come in, all types of money hit the account. The moment I realized it, it was time to discard those. And it also made it easier for me to, 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 to take what it was that I wanted and to claim those things and be very unapologetic about it. You know, not feeling like, oh, I, I want this, but then having to apologize for some reason about getting it. How many of us go through that as well? We get what we wanted and then we feel like we have to apologize. Any of you ever accomplished something and then like maybe you had a friend look at you or something and you could feel 
that they felt bad about not accomplishing something and for so whatever reason you felt bad for them or maybe you took it a step farther and you apologized to them for what you got or for your winnings how crazy is that but we all experience that and we've all gone through that so again, for your takeaway, figure out what your variables were. Most likely it is tied to your worth. Figure out what those were because when you identify what your variables were, are, when you identify what you feel like you have to meet, what metrics you have to meet in order to get what it is that you want, like love or money, then you know you can cancel those out because those things are not linked together, right? Because the secret sauce, the secret formula, the universal formula simply is me equals.